you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. If you want some, come get some. Because where I'm from, we tote big guns and everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it. And I want That's answers now. Yes, it is. Uh, trick Daddy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, smoking trick in daddy, the wind. Uh, no. No, you, you don't know now or no, no now or something like that. Let's go. Oh, I hate that. That's daddy. the worst. That's the worst. The trick worst daddy one? Song. No, it's the best. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. No, it's not the worst one. Oh, uh, what's up, yeah. everybody? Cigar Noise Boys back again. Tyler, you're not in Wisconsin this week. No, I'm in beautiful, uh, cloudy, rainy, wet uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Uh, this week we have Danny on, who we've had before. What up? Uh, it's been a bit. And then Rudy, who we've kind of had on before. <laughs> What's up, fellas? <laughs> guys. That was yeah. the pirate episode. That was a good one. It was. One. Yeah. yeah uh, that's when Dom got super drunk, and uh, we had to delete most of the podcast. Some of it did make it to the best of. And then um, last time we had Danny on, it was right before uh, Weasel Fest was, or when it was announced, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Announced. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember doing it that soon or that, not, not that long ago. But that was, was that May? Was it that long ago already? Yeah, it was because my my house was it was. Right when I moved into the house, because I remember doing it in like an empty room, and now that that room's completely like done. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but a lot's changed, man. Uh, All right. You, yeah, you are uh, bringing back the voyage, which uh, fucking people are stoked for. Um, <laughs> when you announced it, I had like five people send me messages saying, "Are you guys gonna carry it? If so, I want a box now." So like it wasn't you called me up and it was like all right here's a, here's my credit card information let's get let's get the this order in uh you know <laughs> set up right so um but uh if you want to jump right into that man so uh it's your show man the, yeah uh so the first time <laughs> it's you half of it, his show but go ahead it's, it's mostly <laughs> mine uh yeah so the, What's up, Rudy? the first time, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. Sorry, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the first release was uh, so La Aurora, uh in the DR, and it was a uh, two sizes or three sizes. It was two sizes at the time. It was a five and a uh, five by fifty robusto, so kind of traditionally traditionalish, right? And then uh, a five and a half by fifty four Toro. Um, yeah, made out of La Aurora. And then uh, now you added a third size, right? A Corona. Mm, yeah, actually, but I, I actually changed the two original sizes also. Um, so I'm still doing robusto, but I'm I'm doing like a robusto extra, right? So it's a five and a quarter by fifty-two, um, and then a six by fifty-four Toro as opposed to a five and a half. Um, and then yeah, five by forty-six Corona. Uh, that is absolutely fire, right? But. Um, I mean, look, the four of us here, we're cigar nerds, right? And and we, we're we kind of on that a different level uh, than your kind of average smoker, right? That FDA deems it does one and a half cigars a month, whatever that is, right? Um, so 
you know, sometimes those, those guys don't really like the Corona, the smaller ones or for, and I mean, well, you guys work at shops, right? So, you, you know, you guys know that sometimes it's just a value thing for them, right? Like, wait, for a dollar fifty more, I can get this six by 54 or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. But I will say that those Coronas, those Coronas are for guys like us. And, and therefore, uh, I keep saying like the grown and sexy and just like, it's about flavor. It's about enjoying the smoke. It's about, you know, especially if you like that Vitola that size, it is, it is dope. So uh, definitely, you know, for us, the nerds, uh, those are going to be, those are going to be awesome. But yeah, so change it up. Uh, completely as far as the Vitolas go. Uh, there's still going to be 20 count boxes. Um, but uh, this time, and I don't know if you want me to just kind of keep jumping in it, as opposed to La Aurora, uh, we're actually going to be going out of the William Ventura factory in DR uh, for for at least this initial release of the Voyage or for, for this version. Um, and then slowly, you know, kind of come out with different... Uh, uh, more SKUs and different and different brands uh, before the year is out. So we're gonna have a lot of work ahead of us, and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. But uh, yeah, man, super super excited. Yeah, we had a um <clears throat> a question comment from one of our one of our listeners it says your brand has the momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? That's uh that's Moo Cow. Oh okay. I'm I'm popular because uh well one of the reasons is because Mukao's social media game is fire and he's he's posted the voyage before in the past. So um that's one of those. Um yeah, you know, look uh, <laughs> where I know it's kind of a joking question, but I'm also not oblivious to the fact that, you know, I did have a bit of a following already. You know, it's not like the first time I did this where I just kind of started a brand. Although even though at that time with the on, on social media following I, I had I had a bit of a, a little bit of a following um, that kind of helped um, propel the sell the sales the way they did and got me to uh, a, a lot of key accounts um, at the time you know there's there's a lot of really good accounts out there um, I mean famous was one of them Tobacology was another one hogshead in Fredericksburg Virginia was another one uh, Caribbean down in Miami it, it just it, it was it was great um, and out by you guys well two of you in, in Arizona um, uh, Cigar Warehouse uh, at the time uh, had it, all, aka TNT. Um, so anyway, you know, it had this kind of uh, this reach, kind of weirdly, right? Like I was never like super strong, like oh hey, you know, Tampa's my area, Miami's my area, or whatever, you know. Um, but it did get some recognition, kind of across across different states, which which was which was great. Um, and at the time too, I also, you know, I'd started that save the leaf thing that I, I know we had talked about where we did a protest on Capitol, on the Capitol, which got me onto a lot of shows, right? I, before I had even launched, I was on Cigar Coop and Do or whatever Coop show was before that, uh, a Gary Layton show on ESPN radio. I was on uh, Cigar Dojo and, 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 you know, and all this stuff, right? So uh, my face just started kind of getting out there and, and, you know, chances are a lot of that was like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. Um, uh, but either way, and then obviously the last three years, uh, I'm working for a super popular boutique brand in, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of them, Roma craft. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that obviously got me into a lot of, in front of a lot of faces of shop owners and stuff. Right. So, um, 
I mean, that's how I met you guys. So uh, that's kind of the this, this secret, if, if there is one there. But it's, uh, nice. it's a blessing for sure. Hey, Daniel, let me ask you. Um, I am admittedly, uh, in terms of the cigars I smoke, uh, I'm admittedly more Nicaraguan-centric. Um, sure. And I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like currently uh, in terms of what's hot out there in the cigar world these days to the cigar nerds, Nicaragua yeah. seems to be the spot. So um, yeah. now, and I know you're a Fuente guy and you like the D Dominican tobacco. So just uh, for someone that maybe doesn't smoke a lot of Dominican tobacco or Dominican cigars, what would be, uh, what's the, what would be the draw for people to try uh, you know, and smoke more of those. Is the, the flavor profile different? The tobacco a little different? Um, yeah, for sure. So, you know, if, if you're in, if you're in Nicaragua, your access to Nicaraguan tobacco is obviously easy, right? So Nicaraguan tobacco is, it's fairly thick. It's fairly strong. It's, you know, full of nicotine and, and, you know, a tradition, I guess I shouldn't say traditional, but a, a prototypical Nicaraguan cigar is kind of this competition between flavor and strength, right? So um, now <laughs> that said, although Padron is kind of the OG of Nicaraguan cigar factories, they don't necessarily fall in, under that category anymore because Padrones aren't super strong, right? But but if you look at a company like, let's say, like Black Label, right, or Espinosa, um, smaller guys like that, or, or even, you know, um, well, anyway, we'll, we'll use it, you know, those, that kind of real earthy, that real meaty type of tobacco flavor uh, on your palate is, is kind of a, a Nicaraguan uh, signature, right? And, and it's not that I don't like that. Obviously, I, I was working, you know, I worked with Roman for three years. I smoked a lot of Nicaraguan tobacco or cigars or cigars that were at least made in Nicaragua, right? And, and uh, so I, I super appreciate it. And, 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 and obviously they're, they're making phenomenal stuff. Now, um, for, for me, it was just important. It, I, I wanted to go back to DR, especially for the voyage. Um, but that said, you know, this factory um, that, I'm, that I'm gonna be working with is something, is a factory I've kind of started being a fan over the last couple of years, right? Um, so, the opportunity to be able to work with them, I, I wasn't going to pass up. Now, the difference, you know, from uh, on the Dominican side, um, yes, Dominican cigars can get really mild. Um, you know, you, you know, whatever we can name them, right? But there's also a lot of flavor that isn't necessarily just strength in in some of those cigars, or in a lot of those cigars, right? Like, I mean, you were smoking an Opus, right? So it's like that that is never going to be super harsh. It's never, never going to be really strong. It's just going to be, you know, maybe full flavored and medium strength, medium plus strength at, at, at most out there it, without somebody doing something to make it very strong. Right. And we're talking like prototypical kind of stuff. Um, so that's just for me, that's kind of what I, I gravitated towards when I started smoking cigars and I, and I didn't, I never noticed. Right. I mean, I was just like, it's like, oh, yeah, Drew, you know, everybody goes to Drew Estates, you know, Drew State first and Padron and this when it comes to like Nicaraguan stuff. But I, I kind of just kept going back to, you know, Fuente or Davidoff or, well, I, I guess, um, yeah, Davidoff. And then even Camacho and then come to find out after I do Camacho, well, that's Honduras. So still not really, 
Nicaragua. Uh, so, I mean, for me personally, my palate, those, those are the major differences is, is one is, is about like a, a, a cigar with that flavor profile of meaty earthiness, right. Or, or a creamier, uh, fuller, or fuller flavor, not strength wise in, in a Dominican. Right. So it's like, it's like wines almost, right. This is, it's not that I don't like these. It's just on, on every day, chances are without subconsciously, I'm going to go towards a Dominican cigar. But that said, I mean, blends, I mean, blends are blends now. I mean, a, 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 a puro like they used to do all the time or, or like Padron is a puro. It's just, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but it's not, it's not the norm anymore. Right. I mean, it, look, we, so we all know Roma, right? So Roma's got Connecticut broadleaf and then the binder is, uh, is, uh, African, uh, the one from Africa, whatever that Cameroon, uh, Cameroon, Cameroon. Right. And then, and then, uh, the filler and binder are mixes of Nicaraguan and Dominican. Right. Um, but that's still considered a Nicaraguan cigar, even though there's only Nicaraguan tobacco in the filler. So it's funny where it's like this East Coast, West Coast rap battle type of thing between Nicaragua and, and, and DR. But the truth is, there's company, there's people in Nicaragua that fly to DR that buy tobacco and bring it back. Uh, people in DR go to Nicaragua, bring it back. So you, I mean, where you get it made, I, I don't necessarily think it, it it matters. I, I think that the tobacco that goes in it matters, right? So it's like, well, you know, America has this, uh, wag, you know, this Wagyu, right? But we all know the best Wagyu comes from Japan, this A5 Wagyu that only like five restaurants in the country, in the U.S. have. Um, but does it taste any different in the U.S. than it did in, in Japan? I mean, maybe because it's fresh, I don't know, but chances are it's like that's oh, still good enough to charge $60 an ounce here in the States. Right. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of my long winded answer for that. Well, it's like, what, like, uh, talk about like puros is like, I don't think there's, I mean, I guess Aganorsa makes a lot of them, but like, if you think of like, uh, Mubacho did, I'd never really liked those. And then, uh, um, the Encore from EPC, which is, that's factories in the DR, the Encore, the Nicaraguan Puro. So it doesn't really matter where the the factory is as long as the factory can roll tobacco or roll cigars good and, uh, you know, knows how to it's, – it's, it just matters what you're putting into it. So, I, you know, is, is the factory good? You know, more so where is the factory? Because, you, you know, if you think about it, like there's Tatuaje rolled in, in Miami. Agnorse has got a factory there. Uh, I'll tighten the bronze. It doesn't, you know, you don't think less of that because it's not in Nicaragua, you know. So. Exactly. But that's a good question, yeah. Rudy. That's a damn good question. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like um, I feel like there's almost uh, I always feel like like the Fuente stuff it's is really good. Uh, it's subtle and it's complex, and I feel like some guys are almost too lazy. <laughs> like rather than actually developing their palate, they just want to smoke stuff that's obviously uh, really, you know, really easy to pick out the flavors and the strength and go like, oh, that's a good cigar because they don't have to really work in right. terms of developing their palate and picking up the subtleties, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And I guess um, to Tyler's to Tyler's point, I mean, if they if they know how to process tobacco and and roll it well and everything, then you know. 
probably doesn't really matter at that point. If they so, do the tobacco. Rudy, let me let me ask you that, or all you guys, let me ask you this. If somebody if somebody says to you, and my idol will my idol says this, I only smoke Cuban cigars, right? And my idol is 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 Michael Jordan. And he said this, and it's really the only thing he's ever done to disappoint me. But if someone told you that says, Hey, I only smoke Cubans, give for real, give me your real hundred percent honest truth response. What would you say, right? Uh, your palate is lacking. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I just all right. You uh, roll your eyes, right? You're yeah, like, I, I, exactly. Right? Absolutely. And then, and you'd be like, well, how can you tell me anything about cigars if you only smoke, you know, cigars from this one country that used to be the shit? Um, and I see what you're smoking, so you're not buying like that Dubai shit that's like really expensive and their best stuff, right? And you're 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 getting like the little the little cheap ones that every other one may be plugged or you're gonna you might have some literally some green tobacco in it, right? So if someone says to me, Hey, sorry man, I only smoke Nicaraguan cigars, it's like, hmm, okay, why? Oh, well, okay, okay. So, you know, what's your favorite brand, right? And heaven forbid they were to say to me, Oh, well, my favorite brand of the only country I smoke from is is Roma. I'd be like, Oh, where? What do you like about Roma? Do you like that Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper? Or do you like that? you know, the Connecticut Broadleaf rapper? Do you like that Mexican rapper? Do you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not, you're not this hardcore Nicaraguan per smoker. Like, unless you're only doing Padrones and, and only looking for Puros, which, you know, which if you are, God bless you. And I, I would still roll my eyes, but you know, it's, it's hard to be like, okay, I guess I trust your palate. I'm like, you, for real, you don't smoke nothing from Honduras, nothing from DR, Mexico, like, Costa Rica has some good shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and like Tyler, you were saying, uh, you know, there's stuff that gets done here in the U.S., right? Um, and, and that isn't, that is thing you, you know, you would never say Pete Johnson's, what is it, the brown label he makes here, right? It, like you never say, oh, that's an American cigar. You're like, no, it's still a Nicaraguan cigar, so it's rolled in the U.S., right? So this is tough for me to, I, I, it's, it's tough for me to trust someone's palate that only smokes that stuff. And, and it's tough because, you know, after a while of, of you know, Nicaraguan puros or, or pure, really strong cigars and stuff, you're probably not even tasting breakfast, <laughs> let, let alone let alone nuances in a cigar. But kind of uh, like how, how I feel about that. Tyler only wears Axe body spray. Very strong, just obliterates your sense of smell. Well, He's missing face. out on a lot. Yeah. yeah. But the good thing with Axe, it only lasts like, you know, 10 minutes, right? I mean, that's why you spent, that's why it's $4 a can. So that's why you have to take the can everywhere with you. So if you, if you hadn't seen Tyler in a while and you still smell it, it's because he resprayed, 100%. Perfect also, for post-PE class. I also water it down so I can get more use of it. Yeah. It's not, it's not a spray anymore. It's more of like a, uh. I don't know what what's what's like a, like a mist. Do they have an oil now? <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a, a like five. <laughs> uh, guys, I don't know if Tyler told you we have a segment. That's why Tron joined. We're not just inviting random people. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Tron, give us our uh, our fuff of the week. Oh man, how's it going, guys? It's going great. Oh, I I didn't even see him sneak in on the other page. I didn't even see him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> All right, who the fuck is this guy talking about? What's up, Tron? Hey. Is that like the Game Tron or is it like Megatron? Uh, it's more like the Fubar movie Tron. <laughs> uh, no one's heard of that so, movie either, Danny. So the second movie. The first one was 
amazing. Terrible, but amazing compared to this. Anyway, go ahead, Tron. What's up? Um, so it's a – I don't know if these guys informed you, but I pop in every now and then once a uh, episode and give a fucked up fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so this one's a little – we're going overseas for this one. Um, it's a little cultural by all means. I am not making fun of these people or taking it lightly, but I'm just going to get a little bit of their culture. Um, it is be, customary be, before you begin. Is this PG, PG 13 or what are we looking at? It's like PG 13. Okay. That's fine. Like pushing art. Oh boy. Um, so it is customary for the people of Toroja or the Georgian people to actually keep their, deceased loved ones within their home for up from anywhere between two weeks up to even years um before the funeral happens okay <laughs> and um they actually consider them ill before the funeral and they would actually take care of the body feed it offer it cigarettes or cigars whatever if they smoked um until a funeral. Funeral. So. Well. Where is this? Where Where is this at? Indonesia. Okay, that sounds uh. It's interesting. Well, I mean, is it just like grandma on the couch, or like do they wrap her in something? Is it? Um, do they put her in a, they, a fridge. Um, <laughs> no, it's the. Their loved one is like kind of in an open casket type of deal. Um, the body ends up becoming more or less mummified by the time it's actually buried. <laughs> it, it just kind of pushes the boundaries with something that we're not used to per se, but I say taboo. It's, it's more taboo. Yeah. Um, but I, I was kind of thinking about it today, uh, getting pre prepped for the for the uh, the segment, and I was thinking, what's the difference between that and keeping a loved one's ashes within the home? I mean, it's similar, but not. not I've even never close. heard of anyone offering cigarettes <laughs> to their ashes. <laughs> ashes. Offering, you, you wouldn't smell ashes. Yeah. Nope. You're not. You're not staring at a mummy. Nope. Like every time you walk by her to go eat dinner. That reminds me of like House of Wax. That's a great movie with Paris Hilton. Uh, oh, I like the original more, man. Of course. <laughs> Did you say that was a great movie? Are you out of your mind? Paris Hilton? Where's she going? It's a, dude, can we kick Tyler off of the show? Yes. All right, guys. Me and Tron are out. TNT's out. <laughs> 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 that's wild yeah he's uh, strong <laughs> dude yeah I, I honestly i think tyler liking that movie is more weird than having a mummy in your house i'm not saying it's like something i throw on every friday night but it's, it's you so, said it was a great movie <laughs> do you understand nice that film. <laughs> so so where does like where does like uh fucking goodfellas right you know what i'm saying where, if that's a great movie then inception well, or, or yeah. something is like one of the greatest. Great, ever. great is a pretty strong word there, Tyler. Is, yeah, and All especially right. when that movie was trash. And I'm, I, I hate saying that because it's kind of me admitting that I saw that movie. 
<laughs> That's the bad part. It's not the social network, <laughs> but it's good. You can take that up with Terrence tomorrow, bro. Oh, yeah, we got Terrence. And, uh, Did he ever reply to your, your Instagram post? Or was that which Facebook? one? I don't know. He said, waiting for you, Terrence. There's just no reply. <laughs> so what are you trying to do, man? There's been a reply. <laughs> uh, Tron, uh, before you go or whatever, uh, what'd you smoke today? Uh, Roma Craft Aquitaine Mastodon and then the Whiskey Rebellion Tartan Feathered. Oh, nice. Did you uh, dry box that one? How did it? Yeah, I dried boxed it. It's It actually is turning out really nice now. So, nice. I smoked one yesterday too, and then uh, I asked, actually asked Skip about that. He said that they boxed him up during like uh, a hurricane. That's why there's a little bit of moisture with them. So they're a little moist. Yeah. So, but now they're smoking really good right now. I've got a box that I haven't. I have. I have a box that I haven't opened, and I actually had a a few of those. Uh, the four and a half by 60, like the mandible size of the EC and the whiskey and the whiskey rebellion and the, uh, and the Neanderthal. Um, I did the, I did the EC. I haven't smoked the other two yet, but, um, I, I, I haven't, I'm, I'm interested in the tarred feathered cause that, that came out after I left. Those so, four and a half by sixties are pretty damn good, man. I have the, the only one I have left is the, uh, uh, wonderlust. Right. I smoked you, the EC. You that one, right? What's that? Uh, I smoked the East. Oh, go ahead. Did you give Tyler the Wonderlust one? No, I'm not giving him the Wonder. Get out of here. <laughs> um, I smoked the EC at, at HQ, um, and uh, Skip asked me how I like it, and and it was good. It just it it's not the e, it it's for me. It was far off what the other ECs were, and and I don't know if it was the 60 ring gauge or what, but. Um, Plus, you know, in the EC, I love I love charity and uh, and uh, faith, um, kind of as my go tos with those. But, but anyway. All right, thank you, Tron. I'll be back in Wisconsin soon. Thanks, Tron. Yep. See you guys later. Take it easy. Okay, uh, Tyler, I don't remember if we brought this up last podcast. I don't think the Bernie memes are funny at all. <laughs> I don't they're just they're all over the place. I don't know if that means I'm losing touch with humor, but you never just, had humor. Oh, oh come on. Um yeah, uh, I don't have many thoughts on uh Bernie. I do have thoughts on um fucking Green Bay pissing away that game against Tampa Bay. That's why I'm like this is the perfect time to get Danny on. They so did not piss. They did not get. They did not piss away that game. They okay. were beat. They were beat by the better team. Sorry, sir. No, no, hey, dude, that holding call was BS. They were letting that go all game, and then they called the, it when the not going for it on fourth down. The our defense is stacked. I mean, dude, guys. Oh, I mean, your defense isn't stacked. You were what? No. Can somebody go? Can somebody Google real quick what what the Buccaneers? defensive rank was uh, and, and, not, and not and not to mention this is the second time we beat you uh this year you're the you're fact, looking the at fact that, that in in green bay the and fact, the only, that, the fact uh, that that brady threw those picks and green bay could do nothing with those turnovers 
talks about how good that defense is. And I'm nowhere – I'm not a Tampa Bay fan at all. But the fact that they had all those turnovers and they had every chance to get back in that game and they could not move the ball when they really needed to. Um, to me, the biggest play was Aaron Rodgers not running for it on that yeah. third down when they're inside the five. He should have yeah. just taken off. Um, even if he doesn't score there, he probably gets to the two and then they probably go for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal, right? And that, that would change things. Play call hey, Rudy. So – uh, r- real quick, Rudy, uh, where did I go? Um, I disappeared for a little bit, didn't I, on Sunday? <laughs> he was t- Tyler was not happy. We were sitting at Big Sticks at the bar, and at one point, Brandon was like, "Where'd Tyler go?" I said, "I have no idea, man. I thought he went to the bathroom. He had to go take a walk. He, I don't know where you went. He went to go get some uh, some food or some snacks or something, and he came back all despondent, like he was not in a good mood." <laughs> I was going to go over to Walgreens to pick up a Arnold Palmer. And lo and behold, there was a Krispy Kreme donut right there. And I went in there and I got two donuts. Oh, come on, Tyler. Come on, Tyler. Tyler. I know, I know but I, I had to cheer myself up. You weren't, you weren't upset by the game, were you? I was upset because fucking Aaron Rodgers. Dude, oh, you make fun of me for liking football every single week. So you're, you're <laughs> yeah. into it now that they're in the playoffs? Get out of here. It's almost to the Super Bowl, oh, bro. Oh, only, only to the – yeah, but you're a fair-weather fan, bro. Fuck out of here. That, I, you I, will say, yeah. I will say this, Danny. If, uh, if Tom throws those same picks to the Chiefs, chances are they're going to get points. So, uh, he needs to not have those turnovers happen against the Chiefs. Sure. I mean, but here's the thing. In 400 passes – his last 400 passes, or a little over, how many how many interceptions? Yeah. Right. No, I, Three. Like, right. But the guys, look, I you know, there's no arguing. The guys, the guys, a goat. So it'll be. Well, I'm super curious to see how this game plays out. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, "Oh, wow, Tom Brady went to the Bucks and took him to the Super Bowl." It's like, "Whoa, relax." In last year, the Bucks were the third highest scoring team in the league, and I know yeah. I'm on, I'm on at least three or four podcasts where I've said that. They were the second or third. No, they were the third or fourth. I want to say third highest scoring team in the league. Number two to the Rams and the Chiefs, or number three to the Rams and Chiefs, that obviously everybody knows, right? Run on Super Bowl. And it's like um, he, he didn't randomly pick a team. He was like, man, they got a stud receiver over here. They have a stud receiver over there. They have a stud tight end. <clears throat> Their defense is good. I mean, our defense was good last year. They were just tired at the end of the games or, you know, by the middle of the game because we kept throwing the ball away. Um, so, yes, Brady was the, what tipped it over. But if Brady would have went to the Browns or Brady would have went to the Jets or Brady would have went to – it, it wouldn't have worked out that way. Or if, he, if, if him and Cam Newton would have switched, it, it, it's not the same thing, right? It, it was a perfect marriage of the GOAT with a team that was ready – to be where they are right now. I mean, the team was right. Would, Mike Evans. I would go so far as to say if he would have went to the Bills, the Bills might have beat the Chiefs. Now, I mean, that's, an, that's another team. That's another team that's that's good, right? They found yeah. they kind of found they found their way right in the middle of the year, just like the way the Bucks did. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But I, but I'll tell you that uh, you know Brady got to play at least eight games in great weather, right? Yeah. So, and uh, that's huge. Uh, but then that said. Now, 
he gets to play the Super Bowl at home, right? And uh, I know, you know, there's like, what, 15,000 tickets that are sold, but, you know, I, half of them are going to be people from around here. And uh, uh, you know what? And how cool would it be, right? If if he if, if okay, if this is his his little swan song, to be the only team to get a chance to play in your home stadium for the Super Bowl, and then win it—that's the—that's yeah. the ultimate mic drop. You know? Yeah. It would have been cooler if we had home field advantage throughout, and then got to play in the Super Bowl. Also, yeah. Uh, that would have been crazy. Because you know what Kansas City should do, and I don't want them to do it. But it'd be kind of it's it's kind of like that that's baller. Technically, Kansas City is the home home team, so they they should be like, hey, we want those home locker rooms. Because I don't know yeah. if you guys have ever seen the difference between a home locker room and yeah. the away locker room. The away yeah. locker room looks like a high school gym. Yep. And then you know the home one is like a, you know twenty thousand square they'll, foot. They'll paint them in some black color, like the the visitor locker room will be pink. That kind of crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, do seriously like that. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how they how they do it. All right, that uh, brings us to our analogy segment. So, if Gronkowski were a cigar, what cigar would he be, and why? Right. Tyler, are you? Actually, Tyler, are you actually here? No, he's crying again for the fucking Probably. Green Bay Packers that he didn't even watch until last week. Look, so. It's funny. I thought of something. I would I would say Gronk um, is the LFD and deletion bull because he was number one, and then by the time you got him, you were kind of disappointed. Bro, you just stole. <laughs> you just you just you just that stole good. that from. That's what I was gonna say. The end deletion bull. He's got really uh, fucking yeah. awesome. He's he's yeah, kind of big, right? He's, he's kind of big, big. He's meaty. He's expensive. Uh, but um, but he's also unexpectedly smooth, uh, athletically. Um, yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. The Andalusian bull. Yeah, and you know, because if you remember when they when that went number one, it disappeared, right? And people weren't getting him for a year, right? And then when you got him, you're like, ah, well, there's already a new number one. And now the Andalusian bull was fifteen dollars. Now it's eighteen dollars. You're like, nah. all right, next, right? And here's the thing: I love Gronk. He's selling jerseys. He's, I mean, he would be putting people in the stands if we could. And he brings a lot of experience, especially in this next game. So if, if, if our other tight end wouldn't have gotten hurt, I can't imagine, right? Um, that said, he was cheap for us. He was a million bucks or whatever it was. I, I don't even know. And, and I, I am happy to have him. Uh, so he, look, he, did he do grunt numbers? No. But he also didn't play in a year. And it's a new system. And there's – the the other wide receiver. This is the best. This is the best receiving core, you know, from from top to bottom that Brady's had. Um, well, and, and there's something to be said about giving Brady his 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 uh, his comfort blanket, right? I mean, he he knew his oh, guys yeah. out there. Yeah, I, I I know I know they were trying to figure out how to get Edelman, <laughs> but but you know they got another little speedy wide receiver that that Brady loves. Wes Walker, that was the best analogy I've ever heard on this podcast. Thank you. It was big, and it was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still glad I got one. I'm still glad I got him. But, eh, whatever. I can't top that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I hope they win. Um, I hope for oh, Tampa Bay's. You. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he had plenty of opportunities. I want to see Brady win without Belichick, who cheated all the time. Um, 
But earlier you mentioned that you had been on three or four podcasts where you talked about um, uh, the offense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That brings us to one of our questions is it wasn't a question. It was a statement that I have no questions for Danny. He's been on a million podcasts. All my questions have been answered. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I, I thought I got to talk a lot of that. Um, uh, another question we got was with uh, the voyage. Um, are you, is there going to be a voyage and Adventura collaboration with the whole boat and traveling and uh, theme like that? Right, right. It's funny because uh, I thought about I thought about that. And what's funny is like you know in 2016 there that was kind of the direction I was going, right? And then these guys kind of launched in 2016 and, and took a lot of that um, kind of direction for me. But um, is there going to be one? As of right now, no. Could there be? I would be honored to. I would love to. And uh, you know the, the they're great guys. They're they're you know Henderson and his partner Marcel um, are are just really cool, phenomenal guys you know younger they're younger than me and and they're they're doing it really really well uh, their cigars are their their construction their quality of the the ADV product is is on point right now and I gotta be honest I mean I, I think they're one of the they are on the upswing and one of the hottest brands right now at at that level let that about 150 to 200,000 cigar a year level um and and they're coming and and you know the fact that he owns that factory and that can do about two million cigars a year um, and, and then you see the stuff from, you know, Room 101 that's getting notoriety that they make there and the stuff that, you know, they they were, what, number three on Half Wheels uh, list, right? You know, so um, so there's a lot of really, really good things that coming out of that factory and that are that um, are going to be coming out of that factory from from the stuff that I've seen and, and you know, I've talked to Matt about and Henderson about it. And I'm like, man, that's some really cool shit that they're, they're going to be coming out with. So um, would, would I do it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that'd be pretty dope. But, you know, that said, collaborations are always a little weird too. I mean, it's like, you know, like who really takes the credit for it? Who handles the distribution? Who gets paid? Who gets, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, if anything, they'd be doing me a favor uh, uh, right now. But um, it, it is not off the table. That'd be, that'd be great. Um, and then I want to follow that up with, uh, I was going to mention that the, that Aventura the, with the Connecticut, uh, I don't know if it's, it's Connecticut Shade Queens Wrapper, Pearls. but yeah, it yeah. was number three. And the, I was, I put a comment on Facebook the other day about everybody talks shit about Half Wheel until their favorite brand or their brand is in the top 25. Cause that's, I think that's oh, yeah. the number, that's the number two list behind, I think it's in my, in a lot of circles, it's above Cigar Aficionado. I think it's a big deal to get. A number one. I mean, I'd rather be number one on half wheel than the number one consensus. I mean, I guess that's showing that you're popular amongst Joe Schmo and everything. But I think uh, the half wheel. I'm a big fan of their their site. So um, for that factory, yeah, look, that's, I, a, that's a big deal. Yeah, and you're and you're not wrong, right? Cigar aficionado is the dumbest list until you agree with it, right? And and um, and we've said all that. It, you know, I, I've said that before. And but that that said. Yeah, Half Wheel is one of the few legitimate lists out there, right? I mean, like you guys know, there's a there's a, a hundred podcasts, there's a hundred at least a hundred lists. Um, CA to this point is still the only one that really kind of matters, right? That really moves product uh, for the manufacturer. And it's funny we were actually talking about this last night on Sultans. Like, 
CA may not you getting number one on CA it'll take a little while to see how that sells to the end consumer but immediately um, the the shops buy it from the manufacturer right so immediately and, and you don't know you don't know how it's going to go on the other end because okay you got EPCs number one cool like oh shit I gotta get it gotta get it and people are like wow really this is number one like for real now I'm not saying that's what they're saying now I'm just saying that's you know that's what they could say um, I you know I think I think tobacco business um, could also be the next kind of list you know if if they were to kind of push their list or push a list like CA does um, I think that they could be you know equally as legit. Uh, uh, I, I love their print stuff. I, you know, and, and I'm not a big print guy anymore, but, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right about, about the half wheel list, you know, being, being up there with the legit guys. Uh, do you see yourself, um, mo um, mostly or mainly using, uh, Henderson's factory or do you see yourself maybe going like room on um, all Matt does it. He uses several different factories. Like the Death Bucket Two is a uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, um, and he uses uh, he's used a uh, uh, STG and Honduras General's factory for the big payback, and then obviously Henderson's factory. Do you see yourself using right. other factories too, or just sticking with the um, idea? No, I mean, um, I mean, without going, I guess, you know, too much. I, I I'd love to see you know, um, maybe. Uh, different versions of cigars made by different people right so um I, I don't know say hey you know hey there here's a cigar i'm doing out of henderson or out of uh, the ventura factory um i'd love for you to take that that blend or the components of that blend and do your version would you you know would you be willing to work with me on that and let's go right um and, and there there are you know there's a there's a short list of factories um within within Nika and, and Honduras that I would like, that I would like to do something like that with. Uh, so yeah, I believe that that's on, that is on the list that I would love to do. Um, if it makes sense for everybody. Right. I mean, there, there are, there are different, uh, there are different logistical things, right. Uh, you know, you doing the box factory, oh shit, doing the box factory, uh, uh, over there and, and ban you know, getting the bands that way and finding the factory and then importing this way. And, but I mean, and going to Nicaragua is different, right? I mean, you guys know you, you land in Managua, you should probably stay there a night and then drive three hours to Esteli and then find, you know, you're gonna have to stay the night there and then, and then do all that. Right. Um, as opposed to where I can be, I can be in DR in three hours on a flight, three and a half hours. Right. So, um, stuff like that but as far as a cigar nerd type of thing uh i i'd love to do that and then that, that is on my radar to do um once we're a little more established and settled and, and, and uh, you know the machine is working if the machine works dom i'm going to sneak in one more time here i know you're getting ready to move on but uh so <laughs> did you have yeah did you have bands left over from your first uh venture or I know, obviously, the box. I did. Yeah, yeah I, I did, but uh, they're actually at La Aurora. And it wasn't enough for me to be like, hey, could you guys just get those and send them over? You know, it would have made it, maybe it was two or 3,000 left over there or something like that, which sounds like a lot, but 
really it's not so um so no i technically yes i did but i i didn't use those i i had them just all completely made because it's been three years three three and a half years right so who knows what if they're discolored or or whatever right so um so no we remade the bands well heck if are the they, bands are discolored say their age is like five years longer <laughs> yeah there you go yeah but how come this one over here isn't discolored like oh shit sorry no no i said the bands are aged i didn't mean i didn't say the cigars are aged the bands are aged <laughs> did you make any changes or were you able to get the um did the same company make the bands and they already had yeah. the plate and yeah, everything? I, I, I know that's expensive uh the one times are right i mean and, and not even expensive really depending on what you do like yeah uh, like a couple hundred dollars setup fee for die cut and a couple hundred bucks for to set up for foil and you know whatever but then after that i mean if you order enough you can get them down to like two or three cents a band right so um no but that's that said you know i just like the the work that cigar band man did out of miami his name's ricky um and he does a lot of stuff for espinoza and he's done some stuff for drew state in the past and um he just knew me he knew he knew what i liked he knew you know any uh, an issue that i had on the first run so we you know we discussed that so um no i just decided to go back and, and make those you know make that uh, at least one more thing i didn't necessarily have to worry about right now <laughs> so the bands are made in uh miami in miami yeah, and then they get you oh over. cool yeah yeah a lot of people um, get stuff made in orlando called it's called action label and then in DR and in, in Nicaragua, there's cigar rings um, that, you know, obviously a lot of people use because they're there. Um, but Action Label out of Orlando is, is another big one. Yeah, hey, I, uh, I just needed to jump in here. I got to go. I actually have to go start my shift. So uh, I just wanted to say uh, good luck, Danny. Glad to see you on your feet, man. Um, hope the build-out goes well. Um, thanks for having thank me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining. Hey, give a big hug. Give a big hug and kiss to uh, Sam and Rosie for you, man. Will do, man. See you guys. All right, bro. Rock and roll. Uh, Danny, last question that we had from a listener. This is Nick, NC6789 on Instagram. Um, when are you releasing your OnlyFans? That's <laughs> another uh, cow-inspired uh, cow troll from someone else. But uh, fuck it. If there's people interested, I'll do it. Do you guys yeah, know yeah, of anybody be... who pays money for OnlyFans? I guess you probably wouldn't no talk one about that, that. that. Right, no one that's admitted it to me. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I just don't get it. Like, I'm not fan. I, it, it's, like, it's like people that are fans of porn stars, right? It's like, no, I, no. Why would I pay, like, no. <laughs> it's just like congratulations but i really only needed you for about five or six minutes i'm not i'm not following you around to conventions and buying your fucking calendar and subscribing to your like dude, i'm married you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like if i need it that bad she's she's down it's it's okay uh so sorry for those guys that have to do that i guess yeah i'm i'm not sure tyler well i guess a lot of, <laughs> <ooh>. so <laughs> We, uh, we never went around and before Rudy left, talked about what everyone was smoking. Um, I'm yeah, smoking, he was a, smoking an Opus. Sorry, what? He was? 
Uh, yeah, he Rudy was. was? Yeah. Nice. I'm smoking a Bride Tatuaje. Danny, what are you smoking? Then Tyler, you're last. The Bride, what's that from? 18, right? 2018? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a box of those. This is the uh, the Doomsayer. Uh, nice. Room 101. The passive or the yeah. aggressive? Uh, the aggressive. Um, uh, I had a uh, Aladino Crojo Reserve that I picked up at nice. Lenny's shop, uh, Owl Ear. Dude, Lenny is my man. I was actually a little jealous you were over there. No, I, I, I pissed off Lenny a little bit because um, he, so he gave me a shitload of stickers. And then he went and he was digging through his show samples from like two years ago. And uh, he was putting them in the employee's humidor. And then I see him putting stuff in there. And then I'm like, uh, I'm like, Lenny, do you know what this is? I pull out this little cigar. He's like, no. I'm like, that's a cigar hustler Mike's uh, <laughs> little uh, candela wrapped. Uh, uh, like Christmas? Oh, that shirt. little, uh, the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That. Um, yeah, that was from 2018 too. Yeah, so Lenny thought I was. Well, he didn't balls. make them. I mean, they didn't release. Them. No, uh, he, they made they made a hundred of them. Good. So I uh, so I uh, I'm like yeah. I end up calling uh, FaceTiming Mike, and then uh, uh, he confirms it, and then I was kind of razzing Lenny, and Lenny wanted to kill me. <laughs> He's like, I liked you up until a minute ago. <laughs> He's like, don't come back. <laughs> I'm like, Lenny, I'm. You know way more than I do. I just happened to catch. I saw that, and uh, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. So I was um, actually at the factory when they made those. He had, he had one mold, and that's why it took like the week to finish those hundred. Yeah, he said he brought it uh, from. Uh, yeah. Deltona, Deltona, is that what it's called? Yeah, Deltona. Yeah. Is that the one for his uh, child's birth? Yeah. Uh, the name. The name is like. Uh, it's a street address to like it's a wonderful life or something. Sig Sigmars, I don't know what the hell. You know what it is, Danny? What it's called? No, no. Yeah, it's a weird ass name. Um, uh, so you've been how many shops have you visited in Arizona, Danny? Or Phoenix, I mean. Um, a bunch. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's well, like a lot of the ones you you kind of named, right? Uh, Scott Scallywag, Owlier, Ambassadors out there. Um, obviously, Sam and Rosie. Uh, you know, we had accounts out in Tucson with uh, with uh, Anthony. Anthony's, um, and uh, there was a bunch. Uh, I I went out. My I was last there in September of nineteen when we were there for four or five days. So I just kind of did my rounds as we did those, those events. So a bunch, a bunch of them. Uh, was that the, was that the, um, the anniversary party that you came that you and Mike came or, or was that when you and Skip came? No. When me and Skip went uh, for the LH launch, the first hundred boxes they got of the Neanderthal LH. So, um, yeah, I can't believe how many good shops are out here. Uh, and they're also close to each other, you know. Uh, and Bar was another great shop. They're not too far from. Uh, keep forgetting the name of the shop. It's an old school. I think they own a they own one called Stag, and they, it's just it, it's a couple of them. And there's a uh, the guy's like real young. He's like early thirties, but he owns both of them. He's got a dad. I can't remember 
remember the name of it, but uh, yeah, there's dude, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of really good shops out there. Which is, you know, we say it all the time that Arizona or Phoenix area is um, probably the most underrated, or was the most underrated for a while. But uh, you know, people have caught on. Yeah, that's kind of why I put it on my my short list of um, places to consider moving to and, and checking out um, because uh, the cigar scene really cool. Is and, California uh, on there? I mean, no, I, I do love California. This is Maximar. Maximar is dope, and then uh, Bud's shop, uh, Mo's cousin, owns a couple shops out there. Um, oh, so when does uh, when's the voyage uh, shipping or I heard end of January when we spoke in December. Is that still kind of the plan? No, unfor- or is- no unfortunately, I've been, I, I spent yesterday calling um, all the accounts that uh, that I've signed or that I've opened up, and, and it, I, it's been delayed uh, probably now until like the end of February. Um, and, and that just, unfortunately, that's just kind of part of, it's part of this industry uh, because you have so many different facets, right? And, it, and it's tough to get a read on, when that date will be uh, my boxes were supposed to be done into December and now they're supposed to be done ended uh, January. Um, and then the, the factory closed down for two or three weeks at the end of December. Uh, and then the, the uh, aging room is, was actually closed this week for fumigation. Right. So cigars aren't coming out there. And it's just like, uh, there's a lot. You're just like, well, okay. You know, um, you, you plan for those things, you, you know, but you, you hope for the best, right? Plan for the worst. Um, and that's kind of what's happening here. And it, and it actually kind of happened the first time I did the voyage too. It was, it was delayed, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, but um, for the same reasons too, the box factory. So if you're ever going to start, and Tyler, I know you've heard this, if you're going to start a cigar company or you're going to start making cigars, make your boxes first and then, and then do the cigars. <laughs> um, so like, I don't know. I don't know how to ask this, but. Um... Go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to disclose it. Like, do you know how many shops have, like, committed or, like... Of course. Uh, or, like, oh, how about this? How about this? How, how many... Or, or whatever. Like, did you get a lot of new shops based on the people you've met since the first voyage? Or have a lot of the... the how many shops did you open at initially the first run? And um, have most of them come back on board? Or if, if you want to talk about calling people sure, you sure. Know, and talking to them? Yeah. No, yes. So the first one, I was probably I, by the end at the end of the first year, I was probably like a thirty-five accounts, right? And um, so you know, a, a chunk of those were out in Maryland, and you know, and some of them were were shops that you know gave me a chance and and put it in there. But they're old, you know, they're kind of older school shops where they they wouldn't necessarily sign again over the phone, um, but at least. I don't know, 20 to 25 of those original accounts um, followed me, not, not necessarily followed me, but well, some followed me to Roma because they, they didn't have it at the time. Uh, but then some were, were Roma was at a in there. So we just kind of, you know, deepened our friendship or relationship. Uh, and those guys for sure have, have come up. Um, but, you know, I'm, um, I'm, at, I'm sitting at about 63 accounts, uh, which is uh, probably, you know, which is about 13 more than my goal was. Because uh, I wanted to, I wanted to get to fifty, stay at fifty for, um, I don't know, six months or, or a year maybe, um, or maybe if there's a trade show, I don't know, uh, maybe sign another twenty to twenty five accounts in the trade show and then end twenty twenty one 
with like 75 accounts, right? Which would be great because, you know, it's, it's where my wife does a lot. My, my wife does most of the actual work work. Um, you know, it would be up to me to be on the phone with them and, and servicing them and making sure they got, so, you know, skyrocketing to 200 accounts super fast would hurt me more than help me um, at this point. So, um, you know, slow and steady. Um, that way, it, it, it's just better because, I mean, that, that's kind of the role, that's kind of the, the model that I'm following is, is just to be deeper in accounts, right? And, and I know, Tyler, you've heard me talk about this. It's like, it's just better to be deeper in accounts, service those accounts, take care of them, give them what they need, get what they want, and, and let it turn into a machine, right? Where, I mean, Tyler, when you and I were working together, you know, I'd call you every once in a while, but there's a lot of times you were calling me, right? And, and like, that is the sweet spot. And uh, I think that the cigar industry is, is starting to head that way uh, in a, a, a bit. Um, I'm not saying that you don't need brokers and reps per se, but uh, I mean, if you look, there's a lot of big companies that have kind of gotten rid of their sales force because they've noticed that, like, man, if we work a little harder right now at the beginning at, you know, from the office you, and, and you just, you know, do what you say you're going to do, um, you should be okay. Right. So, Thankfully, you know, these 50, 60 accounts that we, we've, we've gotten open are already used to working with me in that, in that um, aspect. And, um, and I say, hey, you know, the same kind of level of service that I gave you over the last three years, it's the same thing we're going to be doing here. Um, you know, you need anything from me, you let me know. I'll do my best to take care of it. And, and then let it grow organically, right? And, and you guys also know, like, if there's, if there's four or five shops kind of in the same area, there's someone going from one shop to the other shop to see what's on the shelf see what people are smoking and if they don't have it, you know, they'll, they'll bring it in. Now I'm also a believer of, of protecting the guy that kind of um, took the chance on you first. Right. So, you know, uh, Tyler, we're going to be at, at, at your shop. And uh, if, if the shop kind of down the street notices it there and you're, and you're crushing it, you know, it'd be kind of fucked up of me. It's like, well, yeah, let me go open them too. You know, let me grab that money because I, you know, we're not, we're not dumb. I know that you're doing it because you're up the street from this guy and Tyler's killing it. And, and, uh, and you want to get some of that. And I'm just a firm believer. It's like, no, you know, I'm going to protect Tyler. Now, if, you know, once your account gets to a level where it's that machine and it's going and it's cranking, um, and you've kind of made that name and, and opening up someone around you doesn't hurt, um, then sure. Right. And, and so organically should grow that way. And, uh, uh, that's kind of the that's kind of the plan. That's the that's the the method that we're going to go with. And like kind of like one thing, I've kind of picked up from traveling to a lot of different shops is like I'll I'll walk through the humidor and I notice like there's two facings of so and so brand and I ask what's going on. They're like, well, I haven't seen the rep or they fired their broker and I haven't heard from them. And right. so I actually called uh, this brand owner and I said you know, so-and-so shop hasn't, hasn't ordered from you in like a year. You ratted them out? Uh, ah, I, no, I, didn't, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, damn. Bro. No, but no, here, no, I did. I just, I, I asked them like, oh, we're fucking I'm like, that. you know, that, that's fine. I don't care. Um, Cause I was generally interested. I'm like, how do you not know that um, a shop hasn't ordered from you in a year? Like, how does that, how, how the fuck does that happen? And I asked him, he's like, well, you know, that should be the responsibility of the rep or broker or whatever it is. But as the brand owner, yeah, that's something 
I should notice, you know. Right. And it, right. That's, and, it just blows my mind. It's like you, if you're, especially if you're a smaller brand and you're in 200 accounts, it's like just going through your Excel thing. And it's like, oh, this person has an order in a year. I should probably call them and check. Or, you know, it's like, what the, f uh, it's like, it just, to me, I'm like, why wouldn't this person just call and ask? That's why I, you know, and Dom, yeah. I wouldn't expect Dom to understand because he knows nothing about cigars or how the industry works. So for him to say, hey, you're snitching a rat, and I can understand because he doesn't, it's all above him. Between he doesn't even go to be in. Tyler. Uh, so <laughs> I'm talking about just, Excel sheets. <laughs> um that's like so, so that that brings me to my next question what have you kind of learned from from mike on the sales end and and skip from the the other end like what have you kind of learned from them that you wanted to bring over to um to your brand dude i mean <laughs> I, you know a, a lot and and you know this is not again not the first time i've said it about about mike you know mike mike has uh, Rosales has this uh, ability, uh, much like much like Jonathan Drew, of remembering key things from a conversation from different people, right? And uh, Zach, I can't see Zach. Oh, Sammy, what's up, baby? <laughs> uh, Tyler's muted. Uh, we're paused. My Wi-Fi. I can't hear you. I don't know if you guys can hear me. So we're talking, man. Right? There. Hey, look. <laughs> oh boy. Dan a phone or a computer? Oh, Danny, I hear you. Tyler, talk again. Oh, okay. Yo, what's up? Okay, we're back. All right. Okay. Yeah. And so we can we can edit all that out. So no problem. Cut. And, and we'll start back. Um, yeah. So no, I you know a lot of things I learned from from Rosales was that that relationship building aspect, right? And 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 when you're in a conversation with someone, remember those key things. And I mean. You should do that to anybody. Just it just kind of shows that you actually care about that person, that conversation, that store, their business, and and things like that, right? And 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 to make sure that the conversation or the sales or or whatever isn't just that transactional relationship, or right? it isn't just like, hey, what's going on? Hey, I have a, uh, you know, well, I, you know, we're talking Roma. I have uh, some BA, I got some BC. You know, what, what do you need? What's your shelf look like? Uh, you know, because. Look, there there are some accounts that that's really the only way they like to function. They're not really about being on the phone for too long. They know they need the product, and, and you kind of go and you're like, cool, you know. Uh, but but there are some, you know, where it, it take it either takes that or it just turns into that, right? Um, and and it just turns into like, wow, I have actually have a lot in common with this guy, and or you know, and oh, I know a lot of the people in his shop, and 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 we're just talking, you know over the phone, right? So once you start traveling and, and you do an event and then you go visit these accounts and you really get to sit in front of those people, um, you know, that's where, that's where Mike really shined uh, or shines. Um, even though he doesn't travel in a while. Uh, nobody has really. Um, and, and then just, you know, following through with what, what you say you're going to do for people and, and, and doing your best in communication. If you say you're going to do something, you end up not being able to do it. Don't be afraid to have that conversation, right? And and I learned that a lot. You know, one, it was always kind of my personality to do that. But you know, that that was something Skip really would kind of uh, talk about a lot. It's like, hey, you're gonna have to have the conversation at one point or another. Do you want to have it now while you're in control of it, or do you want to have it when they call you, pissed off that whatever you said you were gonna do didn't materialize or happen, right? Um, 
on on skip side you know the the logistic side the the excel spreadsheet type of thing um the the business side of this uh you know there's a lot of things that skip sweated the details on that you know for someone on the outside looking in it could be you know, like oh dude it's, it's not that big a deal you know it's just it, you know, whatever um but you know those small details and taking care of them are are what separate you from the guy that doesn't give a shit about the details right and and where it may not be super evident at the beginning um in the long run it, it will be right and uh and you know, creating that experience for people, and, and hyping people up, and giving them love and shine, and thanking them for supporting you, right? Um, you know, I, not to say that I wouldn't have done that, but you know, working in an environment or a culture where you know that was um, what you did uh, just makes it second nature now, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I've learned a lot, and there's a lot of stuff that I'm probably not even thinking about right now. I, I know there's a lot of stuff that. You know, it just doesn't come to my mind that, that I've learned from those guys. I mean, they're doing they're doing a fantastic job. Uh, Danny, I know we've had you for an hour, so I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, but uh, so Tyler wants to do air fresheners, not air fresheners, like yeah, I guess this is what we call it to hang in your car for our next because we have stickers, okay. but he wants to do that as with our logo on it. What's the um okay. the weirdest thing you've seen that's branded? Because I mean, bottle openers, everyone does. In the cigar industry, because those those room one hundred and one urinal urinal cake things. Yeah, the urinal. I mean, fucking it takes, it takes winter, a cake, right? Yeah, and I mean, unless somebody comes out with like a branded, I don't know, crack pipe or something just completely wild like that. I mean, it's just. That, that that was pretty good, and, and you know fits fits perfectly with with Matt's personality. So, um, I'd I'd have to go with that. That's true. Yeah, I think Matt I was talking one. about. He's I know that. What are you saying? People are digging them out of the of the urinal. I saw him. I saw him. Yeah, I saw him at IPCPR. However many years ago that was, and I was like, this is wild. So you'd see people like flushing. Just getting it clean and then pulling it out and then washing it and then throwing it in their bag. I was like, I mean, Not you probably could have went up. You probably could have went to Matt and asked him for one. Just saying. <laughs> He's like, uh, "What are you talking about? Like, did I piss in your face? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, with exactly. the, with the, that's uh, I know Caldwell did toilet paper once. Yeah. Was that when they TP'd the uh, Mambacho booth with it? Yeah. Now that toilet paper, well, would have been worth a lot in April, March, April. True. Uh, Lenny said that he was going to do – he's like, if you find a good air freshener guy, let me know. I need to get some. Because Lenny's all about the – he gave me Lenny a keychain. Yeah, he gave me a keychain. He gave me a big old stack of stickers to <laughs> to – if anybody parks too close to my car, put a picture of him on there, he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I believe it. I would do that. And then fucking Dom went to like a boutique fucking sticker maker when you can go <laughs> to like Sticker Mule and get them. He's like, well, wait, we got it for cheap. What are you talking about? I never saw the receipts. What, what do we spend on those? And how many did you make? I never got the final oh rundown. Goodness. I Let's told go over this. I sent you, I'm keeping a, a track of 
what we're spending. <laughs> I'll sing to you another time. Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> we have enough for uh, 10 more stickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you paid too much for them. <laughs> I deposit 50 bucks a paycheck into that account. And uh, they're, no, I'm just kidding. they're made out of metal. <laughs> oh, like the Aventura bands. Those oh, are dope. dope. The first time I went to take one off, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? <laughs> like, this is so... And then I took it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, uh, I took it off. They're like, dude, can I have that? I'm like, sure, here. Yeah. Um, I got to smoke the Broadleaf one again, though. I smoked it in Denver when I couldn't taste anything. Because the Denver, nothing tasted regular up there. I don't know what it was. It's the it's the uh, the altitude. It, your your taste buds change can change up to about thirty uh, percent. Yeah, on altitude. I burned so many unicorns up there, man. I I burned a, uh, twenty eleven Cro-Magnon mandible. Uh, the new sizes of the, um, Wonderlust and the Angelfall. Why after after knowing that your taste buds weren't firing one hundred percent? Yeah, that's on you. Uh, no, I thought it was because... It's because I was watching day. House of Wax and I needed something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I just thought I was having a bad day. So I'm like, well, I can't have two bad days in a row, right? And then that's when I found, figured it out. And like Sam, like yesterday, Sam was like, I gave him some uh, rare black label stuff. He's like, I'm going to save these. He's like, my palate, nothing's tasting normal. So it, I, that's what I thought it was, Dom, smart ass. I know when you smoke three cigars a year, your palate's always fresh. Hey, Tyler, how long are you out there? Uh, I'll be back Thursday. Uh, Dude, if you so, can, I, don't, I don't know what your plans are, but if you can get your butt out to Sedona. Sedona? Um, it is life-changing how beautiful Sedona is. How it's, far away is it? A couple hours, I think. I mean, I, again, I don't know what your time table is, but if I asked Sam about it, and I mean, these these. I mean, they're, they're kind of mountains, but they're not. They're just like giant, giant rocks the is that size the, of the Red Rock. Yeah, dude. It's and then you can go out there and do like a tour. They'll take you out like on a on an off road thing that fits like six people or something like that, six to seven people. Um, Wish I had that so many friends. Beautiful. Well, you can meet uh, people. Tyler doesn't have that kind of money. He's saving up for more stickers. Yes. Listen, um, you're doing a hundred bucks a month. Hundred bucks a month, yeah. Hey, and for the record, are you? Wait, not for the record, but uh, mon Monster Rehabs are better than Red Bull. But are you still drinking Red Bull? Or are you cut back on that? Are you? No, um, I am still drinking Red Bull. I am. I max myself unless I'm traveling or doing something wild to like two a day of the smaller eight ounce cans. It's it's still bad, but uh, um. But, you know, fuck you for Monster Rehab. No, you know, Monster had uh, a, one called Chaos. It was like an orange one. I think they changed the name of it to something else. Uh, and that one was really good. I used to drink that for a while. But it's too much. It's like, it's a big-ass can. I don't want to drink all that. These I can, yeah, the Rehab, I, I drink too, I can drink pretty fast. But, like, the regular Monster, like the locale regular one, that's not, yeah. that is carbonated. I can, it takes me, like, a fucking hour to drink it. Yeah, this I like one that. I can. Yeah. Um, Dom, do you have any more questions for the Danny? No, I think that's about it. The Daniel uh, calls it. Danny, you see the the picture of the carrot? Check out our Instagram. 
It's a massive carrot. You ever, so oh, Tyler, I'm sorry to make this last longer, but like there no, are I'm things good. in life that are just, you have to p- send, take a picture of. It was so big. I had to put a hand, <laughs> well, not like, okay. I had to put like my hand next to it and I was like, oh, what else for reference? A cigar, sticker. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, wait, that's the sticker. That's the sticker you're spending all this money on. Oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not that small. (laughs) It's a carrot that's big. Let me get your address. I'll send you one. Yeah, no, I want. You'll send me. You'll send me one sticker that costs more than a sticker. I'm just kidding. when I see you, I'll put two in there in the in the envelope. Uh, But you send me the envelope with the stamp already on there. A la Saka style. <laughs> what do they call that? When you, you're the fucking old term for it, but self self address uh, stamp envelope. Yeah, something like that. Uh, well, Danny, thank you so much. I know how busy you are, and uh, sure. I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited to try the new, the new uh, stuff. I only got to smoke uh, your cigar one time, and I enjoyed it. So I can only imagine this is going to be better. I'm excited about the factory. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it was a no-brainer for Lake Country to bring you in. I mean, people were already hitting us up when you made the announcement. Like, well, <laughs> they were like, yeah. So I'm like, well, this is a no-brainer, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited. To, I got to figure out what I got to kick out of the humidor, but you got a spot in there. My man, so, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank I you. appreciate it, man. No, but thank you guys for having me on. I mean, I know, uh, you know, this is this is kind of your passion project and just to uh invite me on dude uh, of course i do it and uh um, anytime uh, i really appreciate it this one thank, thank you thank you thanks man yeah All right. yeah